Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Beatles Bubble. Today we're going to talk about 2021. I will try to make a recap of what has happened both in general but also with the members and with Cook and Hoffman and everything. But before we get into all of that fun stuff, I want to put a disclaimer. This podcast is made purely of love for BTS. Here I will talk about my opinions and my love for the Bangtanmen. This is an explicit podcast. I don't swear often, but you never know what these men will make me do. If you want to support me and gain access to extra material, feel free to support me on Patreon. That is linked below. You can also give a donation on PayPal in the link below. All of this helped me improve the content of this podcast. But for now, let's get it. So now we're going to do the 2021 BTS recap. And like it's like it is it has been so hard for me to do this episode because there's so much that has happened and I don't I didn't know what to include and what not to include like way way too much things have, have happened but we will start the year in January with the Taekwuk Selka. So I just want to remind you that I have all the pictures pictures in my episode notes so you can check them there so you can follow along. But Taekwuk's Selka that they like introduced this year with like it really just set the tone for what was going to come and just like how loud they were going to be. And I will now I, I will first talk about like things that have happened like during the year like just I will I have included a bunch of pictures from the year and I will talk about them and then in the end I will talk about all of the members like a bit deeper and how I like viewed them this year so in January we also had Namjoon doing these like snow ducks and we had it said that it had broke now, so we couldn't do them this year. This year, and then uh, Jin offered to buy one, like one of those molds, and I think that was really cute. And then we also had Golden Disco Awards, and we had like legendary stages. It was amazing. And then this we had, yeah, Cook posting the Take Cook Bed Selka. And if you don't know which I'm talking about, I'm talking about like the Malta bed. And this is, this is just so obvious and I just love it so much. And then we had February and we had Jehovah's birthday and we had MTV unplugged. Like, excuse me, like we got so many like performances and I need to talk about Fix You, the cover they did because during this time when this was released i i was going through like a very like rough time and it helped me so much like it 
when you listen to Fix You by them, like their cover, you can cry both of happiness and sadness, like it's incredible. They just, it was so simple in a way that was that it at the same time was so advanced. I don't know how to say it. I just, I just loved it. And then in March we had Jungi's birthday, which of course was amazing. And then we had Grammys. And hmm, okay. As you, oh, okay, I, I, I'm not, I'm, okay, I'm going to say it. I'm still a bit upset that they didn't get, get a Grammy. Like, I still don't understand why this happened. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not unreasonable. Like, if there were people that had, have, like, better performances than them, then I would not be upset. But, like... I'm not saying that the other people in the category didn't. I'm just saying that BTS, I think they were obvious winners. And when, actually when they like revealed who won the award, I was like, oh no, this is so embarrassing. They have said the wrong name. Like they have said the wrong song. Like that much I was like, this can't be right, but... Apparently, that's the world we live in. But we had at least Namjoon coming with comfort the next day on Weavers when he posted like workout picture and he said, I'm here to work out. I just think that was so cool. And then in April, we got Film Out. And Film Out for me, it's like it never happened. I, I don't know how to say it, but like, it's not like Earth bound I'm I, I I will sound so weird right now but like every time I see film out like the, the music video I still don't believe like I, I have never seen it it felt feels like I have seen it a bunch of times but it feels like I've never seen it and when I hear the song I hear the song for the first time every time so I don't know what it is about this song but it's for me personally it's like it's something with that song, I don't know. It's so amazing that I can't even like wrap my head around it like another level. And then we go on to May with Butcher. And I mean like first of all all the like teaser pictures, like all the like building up, like that was incredible. And then the actual music video and the butcher countdown. I mean they so much that was going on and all the interviews and it was all amazing and I actually wanted to talk about a bit more about the Butcher Countdown because there's a lot of things that happens in it but I decided that I probably have to do another analysis separate on that because I can't include it because it will take too much space but um, very very interesting. And then we had June and we had Bicycle by RM. Like, that's incredible. And then we had Muster. We had, like, Muster 22. Like, I 2021 Muster. It's like, it's on another level. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like, we had, we had like, Dashita and Shikinuru Soup. I mean, excuse me. We had Namjoon with yellow hair 
we had them basically the, like i don't know they were half of the time it was like they weren't wearing clothes like we got to see mo so much skin and there were tattoos and piercings and nipples and muscles and a bunch of things that i wasn't prepared for and i mean it's so legendary and it was so fun and it was so amazingly well done i just so 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 incredible like i don't i don't i don't understand it i really don't like it's on another level and then also we had festa and also the same here i was wanted to talk about more about what they said but i need to do an separate analysis on that because there's a lot of going on both with the cook and hopemin and just like every individual like there's a lot of things that i need to mention so i need to do a separate but like it was incredible and i'm just so thankful and then we had july and we got permission to dance like permission to dance like that's incredible like that, i uh, no i don't know i like i don't i still know just know i don't i haven't processed it i I still, don't, I still don't understand how they could do this. It was so good. It was so fun. It was so damn in such a new way. It was amazing. And then we had August. And we had a Namjin V-Live. Yes. Yes, exactly. We had a Namjin V-Live. Like Jin and Namjoon in a V-Live together. I mean, excuse me. Hello. I mean, I... As you know, I'm I am a Daekook supporter and I am a Hopmin supporter. And this year, I discovered that I can't say that I support Namjin in that way or ship them in that way, but there are a lot of things when I analyze different situations or episodes that I can't like ignore between them. So they have given me a headache this year, honestly, but. I guess I will always keep learning because it's just amazing. And also in September, we had JK's birthday and we had our AMS birthday, which were also incredible. And we had BTS at the UN where they like, I was about to say killed it, but I, I that probably isn't the right word for the UN, but like they like, they really really did it well like they were so professional and so on such another level and it just amazing and then we had october and we had jimmy's birthday and we had the fact music awards and i mean a lot of things happened there and then we had bts in the soup excuse me like 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 season two like no, just no. We had BTS in the soup season two. I'm still not over it. And then in November we had PTD concert with Army in LA. Like we, that is probably one of the most monumental things that happened this year. Like one of the most like incredible things because this have been like such a dream for all of us. Even us that didn't attend, like, we have dreamt of armies and 
BTS being together for, su for such a long time and I'm so thankful that they got to do this before because now things are starting to get even more worse and I'm so happy that this could happen now. I'm just very very thankful for it and then, of course it was amazing the entire concert like I was up every night like watching like the the clips I could from Twitter and it was in the middle of the night for me so it's still a blur but like I tried to watch some live streams and then I had bought a ticket for like official live stream and anyways it was a lot but it was it was so fun and then in December we had Jean's birthday and we got super tuna like oh my god like I still can't believe it I'm not I don't know if I ever I'm ever going to sh shut up about it because it's incredible and I just love it and then now we also had BTS having Instagram like excuse me um, but if we take now when I'm recording this I'm recording this the day before Tiang's birthday and I I didn't know I I still don't know what I'm going to say because there are so many things that I need to talk about when it comes to Tiang that I don't know if I can make it justice but I want to start by saying that I think it was so fun that he went to the birthday project and he posted about that like I'm so happy that he got to see it like in real life and I'm also so happy that like it must be so amazing for those armies that like organized it like it must be such, such like a dream so I think it was very beautiful and I also I wanted to talk about his live that he did his birthday live that he did last year but still again there was a lot of things that was going on I looked at the live yesterday and um, there's there is so much to talk about and analyze that I can't do it in this episode, so it has to be separate. But a lot of things happened, at least. And I don't know if he's going to do a V-Live, like if he's going to go live this year for his birthday. Like, I really, really do understand if he doesn't want to. Because, like, he probably don't want to. Like, he's on vacation and he probably doesn't want to go to hype and like sit and have a be like like I really understand that but you know I wouldn't be like he could always do it in his home if he wants to like I'm not going to be mad at him like if he wants to do that I would respect that I would think that was fun but uh, anyways anyways what's happened like I I think it's I hope he has a great day um but when it comes to Tiang there's some things that I just want to mention that I admire about him so much and that is that he is unapologetic him always like I will talk about this more when I talk about all the members during the year and how it has been but like he is he's always himself and he takes no crap and he is him and I think that is so amazing and Yes, I didn't know. I I didn't know how to like organize what I was going to say because there's so much things I want to say and to just like just mention a few things is like impossible. But I just hope he has a great day today. It will be 
because I will post it on his birthday. But I hope he has a great day with to spend with whoever he wants and that will he will be happy and everything. But now I'm going to move on to talk about all of them all of the members like individually during 2021. So I will be right back. Let's start with Jungkook and Taeyang. This year has been very eventful when it comes to Taekook and this year they have been very loud but before I talk about them as like a couple I want to talk about them as individuals. So Jungkook. For me Jungkook have has like before I tell everything I have like had like I have some words so I will remember what I was going to say because I have so much to say. But before I say it, I just want to say that it might sound a bit like, I don't know, hippie, kind of, when I talk about this, because that's the person I am. I am a very strange person, so you know. So this will, of course, make sense in my brain, but I don't know if it will make sense for you. But this is, this is just like my views on them this year and the energies and the feelings I get from them. Just so you know. So I'm not like like I'm not saying that this is facts. This is just like my view on it. So Yankook has had a year of breaking free. And I believe that it started already like around 2021 who perf- performed my time. And Yankook has really put effort into show various colors of himself as both like a creator and a performer. Um but with that said, I don't think he has had an easy year. I think Jankook has qu- had quite like an unbalance in his life. Like, it feels like he was in a place that the world was not quite ready for. And because of that, he had to slow down. I don't know how to say it, so it makes sense. But it feels like he had so much that he wanted to do and he was so many steps ahead that he kind of had to slow down. I I hope you understand. Uh, and also I want to talk about his tattoos and piercings because this year we have gotten to see all of it, what we know, like of course he can have on places we don't get to see. But like I just think this is so fun that we have gotten to see this. And I also think that he has really upped his game when it comes to his appearance. And I don't mean that he didn't put effort to it earlier, but I think that he has realized that he can express himself in more ways with fashion and his appearance. And since he is such a, he's very silenced as all the members by like the industry. So I think that now, especially this year, he has realized that there is a lot of power in what clothes you wear and your appearance and I really think that he has taken that to him and I, I that's just what I get and also I need to mention that he has become a father this year like this is amazing I really appreciate that he like wanted to share this with us he wanted to introduce Bam for us because this is a really big step for him uh, I have mentioned in I think it was my episode 14 where I did my free love theory with Taekook. Um, I have mentioned that I think that 
I think that they could want to settle down and have kids, but I also think that they have realized that now is not the right time. And that could be both of their personal reasons and reasons that they don't, like, they don't decide. But I just, I just think that this is like a step in that direction to settle down, kind of. Like, I hope, I hope you understand what I mean. Uh, and then we're going to move on and talk about Tiang. And I think Tiang is really, like this year, he's just really tired of all the bullshit. Like, honestly. This year he has really showed people exactly what he thinks and he's not going to apologize for it. And I think he's tired just, like, having to, like... He wants to create the art that he wants to, and I don't think he gets to do that that as much as he wants. And I just think he's tired of it in, in general. And I also feel that, except that, I also feel that Tiang has been maturing uh, a lot this year. More than like, he's more like a grown man than a young adult. I don't know how to say it, but I think he really has matured. And... I think also that is noticeable by what he says and what he acts and I wasn't supposed to say this but I saw like I think it was a tweet or like I don't remember but it was someone that said because he said Tiang said in the fest I believe that he wanted to be a father and then someone has said ha now you see Tiang is not gay because he wants to be a father and I'm like, how how do you like resonate around that? Like, since when can you not become a father just because you're gay? Like, I I didn't go to that meeting where that was decided. I don't know if I was just not invited. I don't know. Like, I know like biologically, two men can't have a child, and I know that is not like allowed in all countries. I'm aware of that, but still. There are there are a lot of people around the world that are living in a same-sex marriage and do have kids. So like it's not like a proof that Tiang says that he wants to be a father and then he's like automatically automatically straight. That's not how it works. I just I just wanted to mention it. Um but now if you like combine Tay and KK and we get Tay Cook then we get Rockstar Taekook. Because this year has been wild. They have really, really given us a lot of hints and they have been they have been like two separate people still being in one. Like what I mean is that they are so secure within their relationship that I feel like now they can focus on things that maybe don't have with their relationship to do. That is more like more individual projects because they are they are at a very secure place right now and this year like they have really decided to just like go all out and not hide it like at least as much as they are allowed i think that i think the next year like 2022 they will be more like even more obvious with their relationship and everything and i think we will get more content and I hope we get more content with them being natural and not edited. 
But like, I I'm also going to be honest because I want to say that I believe that they are going to come out next year with their relationship and everything. But also, logically speaking, it probably won't happen because of a lot of aspects that we still don't know. But at the same time, I'm starting to think that Hybe kind of want to out Taekook. Because here, here's the thing, they have made it so obvious this year that Taekook is a couple by getting us to believe that Taekook is not a couple. Like, just the thing that happened now recently with the Koei ad that they removed. Like, that just makes things more obvious. So, and I mean, Hype, they are not stupid, the people that work there. So, I'm starting to think that maybe they want it to get obvious. I don't know, because I don't understand why they would do it. Because when they when they separate them, and when they, like, edit, and just very strange things, like, it, it gets more obvious, and... I'm starting to think that it actually has like a reverse effect that is so obvious that they want to separate them, that it is so obvious that there there is something between them. So I don't know, I don't know how they are thinking like the, the people in charge, but like it's very very interesting. Um, but now let's move on to Jimin. This year for me. It feels like Jimin has had like a re-evaluation of his life, kind of. Like, I think he has started to process a lot of things. And I also think that he has come to terms with that he can't control everything that he wants. And I think also he has decided to focus more on his both mental and physical health. And I don't know why I have this feeling, but I think Jimin has gotten more confident in his private life like he is such a people pleaser and i think now he has this year been able to set more boundaries and i i just get the feeling that he's a lot of things that have has happened with him like internally not like maybe so much like on the outside like drastic changes but more like on the inside with his like his mind I don't know how to say it. Um, but then, if we move on to J-Hope. Hosok, Hobie, this lovely little soul. Um, yes, I, I think he had a rough time this year. And I have actually been very worried for him. Especially around like spring and summer. Because for me, like... Especially, he has felt like he has overworked himself, both mentally and emotionally and physically. And I think these past years have kind of caught up to him. And he has, this year, allowed himself to process it. And that has led to a lot of things in his life that he maybe didn't, wasn't prepared for. And... I'm, don't get mad at me now at what I'm going to say, because I know it's controversial to talk about it, but he is not getting younger. Like, when it comes to his passion of dancing, I think he feels like it's a heartbreak, because 
we all know that Zhang Hosak will always be the dance king, but he feels the difference. Like, we have to remember that all of the members are like elite sports people. Like, they have been dancing and breaking down their body with all the schedule, schedule that they have been on, and they have been on that since their bodies was not developed 100%, like, finished, and that takes on a lot, like, that affects a person's body a lot, and, like, if you take, for example, soccer players, it's not very common for them to play in the top league when they are in their 30s, like, kind of, and it's the same for the members, so, even if I, like we, would see the same dance routine with Hobie 2013 and 2055, for example, we wouldn't see the difference because we would think he was still as good, but he would feel the difference. And I think that has been quite tough for him to like come to terms with. But also, it's not just all bad. I think he also has become much more happier this year. Because that, like, around soup and up till now, I think that he has gotten more and more happy and more and more, like, calm. Like, it's all about the mindset, like he says. And he's working on his mixtape now and he seems to be, like, in a good place. So, I just hope he's happy. And then, if we, like, then take... What should you say? Like a look at Hope Min's relationship. They have been in a period of confusement, I think, this year. Because they have had changes within themselves, which has also changed their relationship in some ways. And not like not not for the worse, absolutely not. Like just strengthen their relationship. Because if you would compare them to Tay Cook, I think that Hopeman's relationship has been more like this more serious part of their relationship is still a bit new. Like I think they got like really, really, really serious in the end of 2019. But they have always like been been with each other before that. But like I just think that this year there has been ups and downs, but I really think that they have come out stronger as a couple. And um, also, if you look at In the Soup Season 1 and Season 2, I think you can see a lot of differences in in their relationship. I will, as I said, I will make analysis on both Soup 1 and Soup 2, but I need to begin with Bon Voyage 1 because I will take like in like an order so you, you will be able to follow along, but it will come. But I mean, if you look at soup one and soup two i think there's a lot of difference between hopeman that is very interesting and very like it's just like another proof of like development within their relationship so i just love it and then we're going to move on to min yungi the cat lover we all love so i just want to say that i really hope he isn't allergic to cats because that would just be cruel and tragic like I really hope he isn't. But anyways. Let's start with Mini Yungi. His physical aspect I want to talk about. Because 
he did have like an uh, surgery in the, the ending of last year and he he has been recovering from that this year and i'm just so happy that he did this surgery and even though i know that he has still pain i'm happy that it had good results from it so i'm just so happy for that and also when it comes to if you look at the musical like the music aspect of sugar's life i think he I don't think he has been able to do everything that he wanted this year because of things he can't control but when he looks back at it now it feels like he still is like satisfied and he is so funny because he's such like sugar is so dramatic because one like Jungi could say like it's either good or bad like he could say that next year is like I'm too tired for this. I don't have energy. This is the ending. But he and then the next day he can say like this is only the beginning. Like he is so funny in that way. So you never know what you will get with him. So I'm just so excited to see the next year. And then we will move on to worldwide handsome Jin. Because he has has been on fire this year like he has been on another level like he went through a tough time in the ending of 2022 but i think that now in 2021 like say hello to a new gin like i want to i want to make a comparison that i thought of when i was thinking about gin but i realized that people might like misunderstand so i will try to say it as clearly as i can i view gin as a snake okay so i mean this in a good way like i don't have anything against snakes so i mean this in the best absolute best way but jin feels like a snake that just like keeps on growing every year and every year he like sheds his old skin and there is always underneath this skin there's new more beautiful colorful skin every year like that's how i view him like he's always like develops and he's always like he always comes out so much more colorful and so much more beautiful so i'm i'm just so happy that we get to be a part of this like this amazing worldwide handsome snake that he is and then uh, then we're going to move on to namjoon 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 um, I think that he has been able to also process the last few years in another way because he has always been the leader and I think that have kind of, like he have kind of like pushed all of his personal words like like all, all his personal like inner thoughts and worries he has like pushed aside because of the like group's sake. But this year I think he has been able to process it and kind of like also reflect on himself and what he has been through also because he's always been there for for the members and he's always been there for like the management and staff and he's always been inside of it the entire time and I think this year he has maybe I hope allowed himself to be a tiny little Namjoon that can just like cuddle up in a sofa and like 
kind of feel sorry for myself also because that is that is important because he has been through a lot and I just I think he this year has just processed and been able to like think more about what actually has happened to him and if we then would talk like of course all of the members have had like individual like journeys and things they have been through but also if we talk about the group during 2021 like they have been legendary like they together are such a force to like be reckoned with and they have really really showed people that they are not going anywhere like no matter who wants to push them down or stop them uh uh honey like it won't happen they are here to stay forever and we armies are here to support them forever so you can't like you can try your best but like nothing's gonna break them so i just think they have been such like such legends like so much has happened with the group and i also want to like kind of end this with like a shout out to armies i want to give you like a virtual hug if you like hugs i'm not like or just like a whatever you like I want to give you virtually because we have also had a kind of a tough year like we we receive so much daily hate and prejudice for supporting just supporting BTS and I want to like just say good work and thank you armies for like being there like there like you're there for me you're there for BTS you're there for other armies and I just I just want us to also also reflect on that we have also gone through a lot and I think that we also just as BTS have like bru- bruises and wounds that they have to process when they have bruises and wounds we also have them because we also support them so just remember to also think about you as an army because it's not always easy it's not always like a walk on a flowery field like it's not always like that and sometimes we really need to make an effort to just like get respected and to show people that they should respect bts and i'm just thank you because Bangton and army's bond are like it has never been stronger and we are forever bulletproof and like that's the way it is but i guess that was kind of it for this episode like i'm i'm so i'm so worried that i haven't included everything well of course i haven't included everything there's a lot of things that i haven't included but i have really tried to make this as structured as i can but it's not easy because bangtan like the members of bangtan is so chaotic and to summarize this year is like it's not easy but i have done my absolute best and i hope that what i have said that you have at least understand some of it because i might have been like a bit strange and weird with what i have said but i hope that you have been able to enjoy it and also actually understand what i say because it might be a bit weird but i just want to end this year with saying thank you so much for supporting me and this podcast and listening and 
I look forward to the next year within the podcast. I have so many plans ahead of me of what I should do and I'm so excited to show you all. But uh, anyways, thank you so much for joining me in this lovely episode of the BTS Bubble. I will be back next week, which will be 2022, and it will be another fun episode, so make sure you don't miss out. In the meantime, you can follow me on the BTS Bubble 7 on Instagram and Twitter, which is linked below. I post daily, so make sure you don't miss out. See you next year!